What's up, guys? We are live here on the Boom Jar. What's Guess up, what? guys? We, we have a very special guest tonight. I've been promising it to you for a long time, and he's here. He's with us. He's behind the scenes right now. That's right, guys. Chris Spangler is here with us tonight. You know him, Fluxy. He's here, guys. I'm bringing him on. Hold on a second. Hey, Chris, what's going on, dude? How you doing? What's up? How you guys doing? Good, 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 man. I am so excited that you are here. It's been um, about a couple months I've been tracking you down, trying to get you on the show. And uh, we finally nailed the time that worked for both of us. And man, I'm excited, if you can't tell. Uh, we have a lot of questions from the field, but I got a ton of them for you. How's your day going? How you doing? Good. I uh, didn't do much today. Played some video games. Been playing some little Grand Theft Auto here and there. A little, I do I do Grand Theft Auto roleplay sometimes on Twitch and uh, nice. that and a game called Rogue Company. But that's about how my days went. <laughs> nice. Did you ever do the drone uh, flying in the Grand Theft Auto? Do the mod where you can fly around with? Of course. Yeah, of, of course. course. <laughs> that is sweet, huh? Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, Chris Spangler, how did you get your name Fluxy right out of the bat? How, how did Fluxy come along? Um. So it's kind of like evolved over time um my i want to say uh, back in middle school my gamer tag used to be phaser um but i spelled it with two z's and so everyone would like mispronounce it and say fazir and i <laughs> i was like ah oh, this is not gonna work for me so i changed it to flux with an f and then that was like right around the time of like flux pavilion and edm starting to pop off and then everyone was like oh, you're all over Flux Pavilion. And so I was like, oh, no, not really. So then I changed it to like, I changed it to the PH, but I changed it to Fluxion and then like Fluxer and then Fluxy. And Fluxy has been the one that's just stuck with me for the longest. I think it looks the best. I think it sounds the best. It has nothing to do with Flux <laughs> and soldering, unfortunately. Um, although it is a great little joke to put in here and there. I, I like that, though. You know, you sh I love that flux. Um, how did you first get started flying in drones? I, I mean, what got you to the sport? Bring yeah, so um, I was in the Army for six years, and I got out, and I really didn't know what I was going to do. I had no real plans. I did IT work for the Army, um, and so I kind of just knew I was going to go into that field. But I also knew that it was boring, like super boring. Uh and so I've always wanted to be more creative and take pictures and create something. I like I like making things. Uh, so I kind of I went to school for digital photography and started looking up like cinematography stuff and just working around all of these different spaces that involve imagery and video. Uh, and and I came across some drone videos and I kind of like dove into the Mavic stuff and the Phantom stuff and started doing research around there. And then I found a steel video i think i think it was like a steel and like a sharpoo video and i was like whoa this is like the perfect mix of nerdy stuff because obviously i'm a nerd i play video games all the time i do it work um i also have been into cars my whole life um i've always had like little sports cars and built them myself and done all the work on them myself uh and it was just like this perfect mix of like all of that, the techie stuff, the nerdy stuff, a little bit of electronics here and there. 
and so, oh, and the skateboard element because they were doing tricks and stuff. And so I was like a skate kid, you know, too. So it was kind of like this trifecta of everything that was really cool to me at that time. And uh, like I do with everything, kind of just dove off the deep end. I got on a simulator and I met some friends on the sim. Actually, back in the day, FP Vegan, you guys probably all know who he is. Mm. Um, we became friends on Liftoff like years ago. And wow. we met there and we were just racing there ever since. And kind of we both ended up going to DRL tryouts in 2018 and then became even better friends and you know, beautiful wow. story of how we both we weaseled our way into the drone racing league. <laughs> so did you pick up a sim first or in real life first? What was a, first? a sim a sim liftoff was first for you. When, when did you touch your first real life drone? How long had you flown in the sim before you, you did that? Uh, my first real life drone must've been like, actually. Okay. So it was probably like a month and a half into flying the sim. I was building my own drone and I had a buddy here, um, it was into drones and he was just like bro the way you fly like i know you can do this don't worry about it i just want you to fly the drone and see how you do and i went out and flew it and i was fine and i was like okay that was like you know a huge weight lifted off my shoulders like i can actually transfer from the sim to real life and go do this uh so i guess that was my first experience but my first drone came like a couple weeks after that so i'd say maybe two and a half months after i'd started on the sim Lots of research in between the sim and building my first drone and getting all that put together because the ready to flys at that time weren't really an option. Right. Um, so yeah. So do you remember what the first drone you built was? What what frame it was? Oh, I think I have it over here somewhere. Mm -hmm. I haven't sold any. I haven't sold sold any wow. drone parts. I have a graveyard of wow. just everything that I've had the whole time I've been flying drones. But it was it was a. Do you, if you remember Sharpoo's frame back in the day, it was kind of it was kind of like a pod frame in the center. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really a long freestyle frame, but you could fit a GoPro on top. It was kind of like that, but it was a uh, Banggood one. It was super cheap. It was like Razor Star, um, and yeah, it was it was like a Sharpoo knockoff. So you start flying drones. You're in the uh, you know into the video games. Your friends are like, "Dang, you're you're good." What gets you to Vegas? I mean, what gets you into the DRL? Walk us through that. I mean. Just, yeah, so like, dang, I'm good. I'll just show up and start flying. Yeah, in the, the early days of liftoff, I had uh, they had like little online tournaments, mm -hmm. and they were just time trial tournaments though. And I started doing those because I always like every game that I play. If there's a competitive mode in that game, I'll play that mode exclusively, and I won't do like anything else. So if there is like a, a leaderboard or something that you can chase down, that's where I'm gonna be. Mm -hmm. Um. So as soon as I saw those tournaments, I just started grinding them out and started working my way to the top of those. And then I um, can't think of the other simulator. There was one simulator that they hosted an online tournament. And then the top like 10 people went to Europe to race in it. It was like a, I, I don't, I don't want to say rotor rush, but it was something similar to that. Um, and actually, what was the guy's name? can't think uh fpv doug he's an australian dude i think who still flies um he beat me in that just by like a hair just by a, the tiniest little bit and i was like okay that was my first time actually like racing drones against other people competitively um and then i found out about the drl sim i had like seen some stuff with 
the tryouts from that year because that was like right after the first tryouts, uh, the Jaws one. Mm-hmm. And so I tried out for the tryouts the next year coming up. As soon as that tryouts was happening, I was like, all right, I'm going to grind this out. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get in there. I qualified within the top 24 for that year. So um, we had to go to New York, actually, is where they had that one at the Microsoft Mixer Studio. And I went out there. You know, I got to meet a bunch of DRL pilots. I got to meet a bunch of the other guys that I was flying with online. And that's when I was kind of like, I like this. I like the community. I like these people. This is definitely something that I want to do. Um, And I ended up actually getting fourth place in the tryouts that year. And that was like Mm -hmm. first time in a space, you know, racing against other people. So I I was just immediately kind of like, like it sucked not getting like right out of the podium on the first race, but it was also just like a fire under my ass, you know? And from then that whole next year, pretty much at least for an hour a day, like minimum, I I wouldn't go a day without touching the sim. Um, I would fly the DRL sim. And then, you know, once tryouts got announced, and that started rolling around, I started grinding even more. Uh, and there were some days where I'd get done. I was I was working an IT job here, and I'd get done with work at like 3, be home, eat 4 o'clock, done for the rest of the night, just DRL sim all night long, whether it was by myself or with other people. Um, it was a lot of grinding. Yeah, how long did you do that for? I don't know. Countless, <laughs> countless hours. I mean, hours. I, I, yeah. Have you ever looked I, uh, at and seen how many hours you have on the DRL sim? If you click that little button in the bottom left, what's it say yeah, to it's, you? It's like not going to be like, some people aren't going to like it. No, it's not <laughs> even that much. That's the, that's the bad part. I'll click on it right now. Us uh, right now, after all of this season, I'm at 771. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's, there's a lot of people I know that are 1,100, 1,200 hours. So that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But like a lot of my racing on learning how to fly on a sim came before the DRL as well. You know, it came from liftoff. It came from Velocidrone. It came from that other stuff. And then the DRL was like a very purposeful thing. You flew the DRL sim to fly the DRL drone. And there's yeah. no other reason. Whereas like if we wanted to trained for five inch stuff velocidrone was the was the choice at the time because there was no real choice of other drones in the drl sim for you to choose from you know that, that felt more like a five inch racer yep so i mean i if i could tally up the hours between all of them it would be <laughs> probably like five thousand or something my liftoff is at like 2500 i think yeah yeah i i totally believe it probably closer to ten thousand, really because you get to that mastery level it's incredible um sims versus real life what do you prefer oh real life 100 percent all day 100 percent. does sim come close for you does sim do it for you i mean is it just entirely just practice to the sim it? yeah what the sim does the sim have in your life the sim for me unfortunately doesn't do it for me um and that was my biggest struggle for this season was mm-hmm. it was so hard for me to practice and and really stay sharp just because a, I had already done it so much and B, like that was my ticket out of it. You know, mm-hmm. at the time it was like, I do this really hard for a really long time and then I never have to do it again. Right. Uh, but unfortunately, here we are. I, fortunately and unfortunately, if we didn't have the sim, we wouldn't even race this year. So right. uh, we got to look at it like that, you know, yeah, but 
yeah, real. It doesn't. It doesn't cut it. My heart. I I want the the rush, the adrenaline, you know. And sometimes racing on the sim, you'll get a little bit of it, but it's not like real life where there's real consequences. There's someone across from you, you know. That it nothing will compare. Yeah, I, amen, brother. So, um, digital or analog? Where do you where do you fall on that one? Ooh, I am a recent convert. Yay! To, welcome, to, welcome <laughs> to the digital. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I won't fly. It's, it's made flying fun again. You know, it's, it's, it got to that point where like flying and doing freestyle stuff and just going out and like trying to do FPV was sometimes a chore. And it was just like, oh, if I fly behind this, I'm going to lose signal. And now it's like, wow, I can fly anywhere that I want. I mean, within reason. Mm -hmm. And it's like, way better video quality than it was before and it makes it like so much more fun to just go fly and explore because of that video quality like i didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal but most definitely makes a huge difference however for racing obviously it's going to be analog yeah it, until the latency yeah. issue is addressed and really i mean i'm not good enough pilot to even tell the difference myself i can barely tell any latency on that at all but i'm, I'm sure they'll they'll work that out for sure so do you build your own drones yeah 100 percent. yeah never buy, never buy a ready to fly i have i've been gifted many ready to flies you know i've had lots of companies send me their ready to flies and i fly them um there there are some purposeful ones like i have a beta 95x with a dk's gopro on it like obviously mm -hmm. that's a purposeful drone but everything else um i have built myself uh tuned with the help of your buddy miwo and some other people who say, i don't know if i mean you've talked to that guy and he's a genius when it comes to isn't tuning he? quads isn't he yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he should patent that stuff yeah seriously so um when you build your drones you have any like advice or tips that you can give someone who just started building because it's like it's so frustrating for that new builder what what would you say to someone who just is getting into building um i think the the the, the biggest takeaways from being able to solder i've been here's another thing i've been soldering my whole life i've been building electronics uh and like tinkering with stuff since i was a little kid so drones was not my first time soldering by any means um but i would say and and I, i'm gonna go against what a lot of people say here i would say as hot as possible the least amount of time on the PCB as possible. Make sure you just tin both well, real quick, tin, tin, and then a nice pair of needle nose pliers. You can get that wire right where it needs to be, secure it in, and just give it a tap, a little, a little tap. And if you're getting those little spiky things that come off the top, do the tap and swipe it back. And then that's, you'll have perfect joints every single time. Dude, that that is the best advice ever. And having those tweezers or, or needle nose to hold it right on it is the best advice ever. So good one. I hope you guys wrote that down. What other <laughs> hobby, what other hobbies do you have besides? I know you you mentioned video games, but you know what else do you do? Everything. I dabble in like everything. I can't like I I do sim racing like with the full sim setup for like driving, mainly drifting. Um, oh, cool. But I have like, I have an electric skateboard. I ride that sometimes. That's fun. I play golf. Play a lot of golf. Which one um, do, you, do you keep track of your handicap? Fourteen. Wow, we're working on it. You do golf? No, that's great, man. That's yeah, awesome. Nice. Um, 
yeah, I've been golfing for a while, but that's like my buddies and I thing. It's it's recently picked back up over the last couple of years because a couple of my buddies like are finally growing into golf, which is such a weird thing. <laughs> like, why do you have to get older to play golf? But right. um, yeah, it's a uh, golf disc golf too. I play I, I, uh, disc golf happens in the winter because we can't play golf on the golf courses, so we can go out and throw them in the snow. Nice. And uh, what else? Yeah, I mean that's like the main ones. Well, Driving. You mentioned, you mentioned snow. Where are you? Where Where do you live? What area of the country? Um, I am in Minnesota. Minnesota. It's cold there yeah. most of the time. It's, What's is it year round winter up there? When do you When do you get summer? Is it? No, it's actually months? like. Let's see. Um, I'll 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 tell you right now what the weather is outside. <laughs> the weather outside at nighttime right now is thirty seven degrees, and that's oh, good. That's oh, that's good. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but next week it will get up into like highs of 57s, you know, and that's, that's t-shirt weather, buddy. Wow. <laughs> but that's, we, we had like when that whole polar vortex thing came through, uh, it was negative 33 here. Oh man. What do you do when yeah. it's negative 33? You just, do you, do you have tiny whoops? <laughs> you fly indoors? Yeah. What, what do you do? Uh, well, um, I actually recently just went ice fishing with my buddies out on Lake of the Woods. We, we took a, a trip with all the boys. We rented an, a sleeper shack from a resort way up north um, by uh, pretty much Canada. The lake borders Canada. It's actually half the lake is like in Canada, half the lake is in Minnesota. Uh, we drove 25 miles out on this lake and we all slept in like a shack out in the middle of the lake and just fished for th- three nights. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Like, that's, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I'm cold thinking about it, that story. Oh, man. All right. So let's get a little deep on you here. Um, where do you see yourself in five years, man? What 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 is your trajectory? Five years from now, we get in our time machine. What are you doing? Um, You know, I'd, I'd like to still be racing. I hope that the, the youngins don't come and take over. Um, I want to. Yeah, I, I I'm just barely hitting my stride. I feel like I'm barely getting into my prime, you know, and I I don't care what anyone says about the young kids taking over, to be honest. Um, all of us, uh, older guys definitely have it in us. It's just a matter of setting aside all of the side gigs during the season and, and not working other, other jobs. But I would like to like, I would like to have made a a bit of a cinematic name for myself. Like the other guys are doing They're you know, they're all dabbling much deeper into that stuff than I am. I've been getting there lately. Um, but I mean, that's the, you know, racing is only going to, go so far i feel like uh and cinematography and being able to create a product with what we're doing uh is going to be something that can go forever well we have a question from the floor here it says uh what is the beard secret is there a secret behind the beard there you know well i mean it shouldn't be a secret but beards make you go faster (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's well known now yeah, yeah, you know, that's it's kind of a fact. But I think, you know, s- 6 years of shaving this thing every day, they say that it makes your beard fuller and I think that that's uh, that helped me out and good genes, of course, you know. Dude, you're getting all the good secrets here, guys. I hope you guys are <laughs> I hope you guys are writing this stuff down. So the cinematic stuff is pretty interesting. What do you what do you like to film when you go out and do that? Are you kind of job driven or do you do it based on what you like and then kind of post i mean how do you approach the cinematic stuff yeah i i think um 
I think any opportunity for me to create something that makes that is appealing to the eyes to me, you know, something that's pretty, something that you just want to watch. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be drift cars or extreme sports or anything like that. I think that something can be made with anything that you're doing. You know, I, I've seen one of our guys here do a fly through of a movie theater with nobody in it. And it's like the way that he did it and the music and all of the stuff and like the sound engineering really makes it something that I kept watching and I wanted to watch, but it was like a movie theater that I've been to locally before, you know? And it's like, why am I even watching this? But, and it's empty. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's the cinematic feel for it. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything that you like to film like specialty, like cars or, you know, RC stuff or, Anything that you go after or do you just you just kind of let your heart guide you? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I like obviously um, I've driven little sports cars and I'll, all my cars have been drift cars my whole life. Um, and I don't drift like professionally or anything, but they all have the ability to and they all do get <laughs> slid around the track from time to time. Um, nice. So. I've always been like part of that space and to just be there and to be able to help out the guys and create content for them is a space that I really like to be in. Uh, so if I had to pick my favorite, it would definitely be drift cars. Um, there's nothing like the smell of burning rubber on the racetrack and yeah, you know, gasoline and rubber. It's, it's something beautiful. Yeah. Your Instagram page, it has all sorts of awesome stuff on it and your work. So, if you haven't checked that out, guys, go check that out for sure. Um, yeah, it's so, kind of all over the place. <laughs> so you mentioned <laughs> uh, where you'll be in five years, and kind of where where do you think DRL will be in five years in drone racing? I mean, how will that? How do you see it evolving? I know you don't have a crystal ball, but where do you? Yeah, think so uh, I've I've been like a, a big part of the esports space growing up, um, and competitive Call of Duty and all these other games, and I've seen these guys go through this same phase that we're going through right now of, you know, this beginning phase of building up an industry around video games where before people never thought that it was possible. Right. Um, and obviously clearly these guys making millions playing video games now. So, I mean, that's where I see it going. I, if as long as DRL keeps making the right moves and I think that they are, um, you know, with our, last live event at Arizona that was that was a banger like it was a it it was way better than anyone could have ever imagined uh and it's unfortunate that the whole virus happened because that's what I imagined this whole last year to be had that not happened so moving forward I mean I think that they know that that's the way uh and that's exactly what they want to do is bring drone racing to the masses in a, in a live format um and I think maybe Within even two years, we could be having live races in cities everywhere, um, as long as we we take care of this little little bug in there, you know. Oh man, you ain't kidding. So let, let's talk a little bit about that DRL kind of vision of, you know, is that is that like? Do you see it as more like a monster truck tour where you know it goes city to city and it's the same pilots flying from city to city and you you buy a ticket and you go and watch the race? Is that kind of how you envision it, or do you see it more like a like <coughs> baseball teams? Like you get on a team and your team's playing this team and you know that sort of thing. Yeah, I'd like it. I, so this is my vision, um, and 
not very many people agree with me. There are a couple people that have like entertained the thought, but that's exactly how you know I, I the way I'd want it to be is ideally expand the roster of pilots, get a lot more talent in, and have a regular season, mm-hmm. a regular point season, and then at the end of the regular point season. You have another. They could be who knows how many races long. Twenty races, let's say that we're we're banging them out. We're grinding, you know, racing all the time. Do a twenty race normal season. Then the top half of that, let's say it's twenty four pilots or whatever it, it may be. Then the top twelve from those go off to a playoff season, right? Right. Now it's starting to get down to to mm-hmm. to the real heavy stuff. Six more races of that, you narrow it down to the finals, which is a three race series of the top six from that playoffs, Mm -hmm. you know? So, so you're never really out of it as long as you're doing good and you can keep working your way up. And then it really, because points are going to reset in between, you know, the regular season and the playoffs and the finals. So then no one really runs away with it. And there's still a chance Mm -hmm. for anyone to come around and perform and take that away. You know, I I love that idea. And I think it opens up a lot of, drama and a lot of uh place for people following pilots and kind of kind of the celebrity status that we give to like basketball players or golfers even you know that we follow around golfers and it's kind of that same deal like you can root for your guy or root for your team and if everybody's in it till the end i i really like that so i hope they put you in charge of the drl sometime yeah i would like that too (laughs) dr uh i mean uh freestyle or racing what do you prefer um I don't, you know, I don't have a uh, a real hard opinion on that. I, I think each one has their place. And what do you like I, to do? I like to, I mean, I like to race. Obviously, <laughs> I, I love competition. Um, and that, I mean, that's my main drive is is competition and being able to, you know, enter the arena with a bunch of other great drone pilots, and only one of them is going to exit as a winner. So, mm-hmm. uh, but. There's also definitely a place for just relaxing and going and exploring a new area. And like, that's what originally got me into FPV was that exploration, that freestyle, doing flips in the park, you know, doing cool tricks and showing it to your buddies. And like, that's, they both, I can't say that I like one more than the other because like, like I said, they're both pretty equal. I love it. Uh, what What's your favorite trick to do? I don't know, dude. I don't like, yeah. You, so I'm actually, on? so Here's the thing. I I I got this that book from Vespula, the FPV uh, dynamics, mm-hmm. and I am so shocked at the amount of detail that this guy went into to write this book because there's things in there that like I've been doing. I didn't know they had names. Like I didn't know all the tricks that you're doing in the park have names. Like I'm just <laughs> flying and flipping my drone around and making it do like weird trippy stuff. You know, right, I right. I kind of have that like same style as like willie or johnny i've kind of i've flown with willie a a bunch and i've kind of like picked up some of that of just like that mind-bending movement Mm. of making the drone do things that people did not think were possible yeah um and that's my favorite kind of stuff is that Mm. stuff that you're just like how do you do that or like i'll i'll watch my videos back sometimes and i'm like what was i doing right there you know but a lot of like weird like reversal movements um a lot of stalls i love doing stalls and just like falling and all sorts i mean it's just i don't know i just throw my drone around and flip it and do fun stuff i don't i don't know the names of many tricks (laughs) 
Well, you've definitely developed your own style. You know, you definitely have developed your own feel. You can tell when you're watching Fluxy fly, you know, and that I think is something that every pilot wants to strive for is to kind of get your own style, your own flavor to it. So, you know, and not do the same thing every time. What's the best advice that you could give a new pilot coming into this sport? Um, the to best quit, advice. Quit, don't ever try to yeah. <laughs> get out of uh, competition. <laughs> Um, I don't, yeah, I, I would say find a friend, uh, and if you want to race, find a friend that wants to race and push each other. That's how you get better. You could, I mean, you could sit by yourself and grind hours and hours and hours and you might get 20% better. But if you have a friend that's pushing you and you're really like bouncing stuff off of each other and learning that way, I feel like you're just accelerating your the, the speed at which you're learning. That's awesome advice. Who, who's, just, who's your buddy? Who's the one that pushes you right now? Who, um, who, are, who are you pushing? Yeah, so uh, towards the end of the season, myself and Sky like really started, you mm -hmm. know, myself – no, I mean all those guys actually, you know, throughout the throughout the whole season we would do like office hours training um where like we'd get if if they had nothing going on, we'd have Jet, we'd have Gab, we'd have Nub, we'd sometimes have Sky in the mornings, but they would be early mornings and we'd just get up and all of us would just start racing together and just run laps and just run laps for hours and hours and some I mean there was like a two week stretch where we were doing eight hour days this season with each wow. other, you know, like we'd get up in the morning. Yeah. We'd log on discord, start grinding and just keep going and five o'clock hit. And I was like, that's done for us. Wow, dude. Yeah. It's that's, that's the dedication it takes to make it to where you're at. There's no doubt about it for sure. Um, who, who's your support team? Do you have a, a, someone who works with you when you fly and when you fly in real life or are you doing it all by yourself? Uh, I pretty much do everything by myself. Um, I mean, if I if I fly locally here, yeah, most of the time, I mean, there's no DRL pilots super close to me, so I'll just go set up a track by myself and just run like 20, 30 batteries a day. Uh, and then if we're coming up to a big event, uh, I, I'll do, we'll do a, a camp. Like I've done camp with Vanover and Nub a couple times uh, where Vanover came up to Wisconsin and Nub flew up, and we stayed over there at one of Vanover's buddies' houses, um, and wow. just had a bunch of land, and we just set up a track for two weeks straight, and we were flying uh, like around a hundred batteries every single day during that. Uh, and yeah, we we did that another time. I flew down to Texas. Nub and I like right before uh, COVID really got nasty. Uh, Nub and I flew down to Texas to do another camp with them. I will probably be going to Colorado sometime this year to fly with Sky and Amari. We're going to do a little camp with those guys, get those guys up to speed in the Racer 4, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, it's wow. that's I think that's the best way is to, you know, uh, just do a training camp. Scrimmages, just like any other, you know, any other team does with other teams. You got to have you got to run the scrims. That's pretty mind-blowing to just think about you guys just sitting around practicing like that and just grinding away at it. It's like it's it's – mind-boggling it's like I'd yeah i mean to be a fly on that wall for sure and and vanover um he will do i mean he'll do that by himself and he'll <laughs> sorry he will uh 
he'll just run a hundred packs a day, like just by himself. And I don't, I don't understand how he does that. You know, I don't like the, the mentality that it, and the dedication that it takes to do that by yourself. I would lose my mind. I would absolutely lose my mind. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I had to take my glasses off, so I'm blind. So sorry for a second there. It's, uh, somebody paid in the stream to make me do that. Uh, and by the <laughs> way, guys, if you're in the stream, uh, please enter the raffle. We're doing a $15 giveaway to Pyrodrone tonight. Pyrodrone.com sponsored this show tonight. So thank you, Pyrodrone, for sure. And uh, it's a free raffle, guys. So if you want a $15 gift certificate to Pyrodrone, just uh, enter that raffle now. All right, there's your commercial. So, um, you know, who who are your sponsors? I mean, Pyro Drone was is the best sponsor in the world for me. Who sponsors you? Um, so I don't really have any sponsors right now. Um, no I just way. Yeah, I mean, I'll well, talk I'm to a, Pyro Drone for you. I mean, <laughs> I'm a tiny loop team pilot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would actually love Pyro Drone. <laughs> so I buy all my stuff from Pyro Drone anyways, Yay, like I don't Pyro know. <laughs> I'm sending um, them this clip right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I did have some sponsors with uh, Demon Power Systems back in the day. Uh, I helped design their motors and stuff, and uh, I was sponsored by Gemfan, but I just don't fly five inch like that anymore. So uh, I would I would like to pick up some like more freestyle oriented stuff. Like if I could get a battery sponsor. If, I, I don't know what's going on with Trappy either. Trappy needs to hook me up. Yeah, you know, totally. Just put, totally. Put, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they're hanging Fluxy out to dry, guys. There's a lot I of I tried to get on Tattoo for a while, but... Man, I'll represent you, dude. I'll get you some sponsors. Holy cannoli. <laughs> so what other work do you, would you do if you weren't a drone pilot? What would you be doing? Oh, I'd be sitting at an IT job somewhere running someone's network and yeah. messing with servers. Yeah, well, thank God you're a drone pilot. Not that that yeah. sounds super fun. So, uh, who do you look up to? Who who do you idolize? Who do I idolize? Yeah, past oh. or present. Who have you looked up to, either today or in the past? Actually, both. So, um, there is a guy who owns. Uh, he might be out of out of reach for anyone that's not into the esports world, but. His name is Hector. He goes by Hex. He's the guy oh, yeah. who created he he created Optic Gaming. Um, he kind of raised another another kid named Nadeshot up and sent him off. And now Nadeshot runs a hundred thieves. Uh, but he's just everything that he does turns to gold. Like he started Optic Gaming, brought it all the way to the top. Optic Gaming was one of the best esports organizations for the while, and they still are to this day. Um, he created his own fishing company called Guggen Baits, um, and also a great company that's popping off. He uh, has like manages a bunch of other YouTubers that you might not even know. Like, there's this whole group of YouTubers that are called the Good Good Squad that do golf YouTube videos, um, and they all each have like their own channels. And he like manages them too, and like does all this stuff. And it's just like to see someone do exactly what i did he kind of broke away from doing a desk job and started optic gaming back in the day and quit that job to do optic gaming and then has since over the past 12 15 years built on top of that this empire it's just like 
he's a, he's a king. He's a, he's a king, you know, and, and, and I, I aspire to be like that man. That's impressive. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have a favorite pilot? I mean, obviously besides yourself, but I mean, do you have a, <laughs> do you have a favorite pilot? Someone that you, you're like, damn, that guy's good. Um, I mean, I don't really like, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't say that I like any pilot for their skill. I like pilots for like who they are, you know, mm, like that's cool. Top of top of my list is probably jet jets. Like one of the most down to earth, like genuine guys I've ever dealt with. Um, and he's a great pilot too. So, you know, I mean, he's like I said, he's just one of the dopest guys you ever need anything, any kind of like, any questions that I have about any of the stuff that I'm doing that's been going on. He's been such a big help with like starting off with DRL and just getting me into it and all this stuff. So I, I'll give a big shout out to the two time. That is very cool. Very, very cool. Um, I told you there'd be a couple softball questions here. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Are we for it or against it? Where do you say Oh, we're for it. Oh yeah. It's excellent. So far we've scored a hundred percent on everyone answered that question. Correct. <laughs> What about dogs or cats? Dogs or cats? Dogs for sure. Cats ah, don't. Another dogs, correct answer. Excellent. Dogs actually have emotions, and cats don't give. <laughs> cats don't care about anything. They don't care about their owners. Like uh, they don't. They don't have any kind of like emotional attachment. No. They're. They're just. They would kill their owners if they could, <laughs> and they thought that they could get a good meal out of them. That's funny. That's funny. So. uh Question for the field. Does Fluxy have a tiny trainer? Do you have a tiny trainer? Of course I do. Of course. Do you you fly it a lot? No, not really. I would like to get to some of the tiny trainer races, but um, I don't know. It's just kind of like cold outside. I guess I could fly it inside somewhere, but. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we we actually were building a tiny trainer on the show in a couple weeks. So um, is FPV growing or dying in your opinion? Oh, it's growing. Yeah, growing. It's growing for sure. Yeah. What can we do to make it grow faster? Um, I think we need to integrate more with esports. I think, I think uh, big players. You know, no one but, but no one wants to listen to Flexi. I'm, 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 a, I'm I've said this to many people before. No one wants to listen to Flexi. Some of the big players need to start working their way into the esports industry and getting us in there and get some esports casters, get some esports talent to come fly with us. Whatever it is. That is the people that will do this and enjoy this. So, like, we not like I think we're marketing to the wrong to the wrong crowd. You know, who should we market us to? I just like Twitch. Why are we not on the front page of Twitch? Right. Because that's the you know like that that is the way that is where all of the nerds that are actually going to like this stuff that are actually going to like dive yeah. deep and totally bug out on drones are going to yes. be. Yes. Dude, can you run for mayor, please? President. <laughs> Flexi for president. <laughs> have you been following any of the FAA regulations, uh, any of the laws that have been put into place lately? Um, you know, I see I see things here and there, but I don't, you know, it's mostly like I'll see a Facebook post I'll scroll through it and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I don't got time for this or something like that. But I, it's most of the time it's like I don't know. I even if the it's skateboarding's not a crime, bro. What are you guys gonna do to me? You know, it's the right. same kind of thing. Drawing it ain't a crime, buddy. You're like right. I'm not doing anything wrong. So at the end of the day, 
It does, like, within reason, I'm not saying I'm out here breaking all the rules, but the rules are going to get broken if Flexi's flying because I don't really care. <laughs> I will uh, edit that part out. You never said that. But... Yeah. So the new DJI drone, the uh, new FPV drone, you've, uh, you've been following that controversy that's brewing here? I mean, is it a piece of $2,000 garbage or is it, does it have any value? I don't think it has. I mean, for someone who's already in with drones and already is like, you know, has figured it out per se, you've, mm -hmm. you've messed with Betaflight. You know how to manage your batteries. You've built a drone. You've soldered something together. I don't think so. Because the video quality from that is not as good as what I'm going to get from a GoPro on a drone or something like that. So why would I ever... Because I look at drones as tools now, you know. Hmm. Granted, I am hyped for one aspect. And that's the fact that I saw that thing flies for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and that sounds dope, right? right? <laughs> that sounds awesome. So I am you know, I don't think that it is for the average FPV pilot. I think that it could be for um aspiring FPV pilots, someone who doesn't want to dive super deep but wants to have the experience uh and has some money to spare. Uh you know, I think like personally like I've been trying to get my dad to FPV for a long time. I think this is the perfect way to do it. I thought maybe wings would do it, and I kind of like tried to plant that seed in his head, and that that didn't seem like it was the move for him. Um, and he has a Mavic Mini, one of the little small ones or something, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I think that this is probably the best way for me to get him to fly drone. Are you? Are you? Because he's scared. Pretty <laughs> are you yeah. Pretty close with your dad. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, he lives in California. Um, where it's but, warm, where sane people live. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's where I'm from, too. That's where I was born. But you, you had a choice to move there, and you that's all good, man. Min I'm yep. not knocking at Minnesota. It's just freaking cold. <laughs> it's just cold, it man. Is. I hate the cold. So what's the best advice Dad ever gave you? Ah, best advice Dad ever gave me. Uh, that, is a, that is a rough one. Probably don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Save me a couple times, you know. Did you hear that, kids? That is very important. Very important mm -hmm. advice. Probably the best damn advice dad could ever give. Yep. I, I love your dad already. So, <laughs> what drives Fluxy? What makes you get up in the morning every day and go, "Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna be the best damn drone pilot on this planet." Why? What makes you do that? Um, I don't know the 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 idea of being a star and being on the stage and, and being able to own that space is what's driven me this whole time. Mm -hmm. So wow. to have that taken away is kind of like mm -hmm. really hurts, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, that's like, I've grown up, uh, like I said, in the esports area, playing competitive video games and always watching all these guys come up and get to the main stage and really like make their name on a stage. And then that's who they are. Mm -hmm. And that's where we were just getting to, and I was starting to I was starting to get there, uh, and that's that's what I want to do. You know, I I want to I want to be able to perform and put on a show for people, and and really you know get people excited about drone racing, and get people stoked about what we're doing because it's dope. It's that entertainer's rush that 
You know, yeah. The same thing a comedian gets up there when he makes a whole group laugh. You when you get the gasps and the ahs, it's like that's what you're living for. I freaking love it. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do your friends think you do? What What do your friends think of this whole thing? Like, do, do you think do they know that you're like on TV all the time and a drone pilot, like best one of the best in the on the world? I mean, what do your friends think of you? Yeah. So I have like I have like a group of my local buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all follow really like they all watch all the races um, and do all that. And then I have like my high school buddies that, you know, I've grown up with my whole life and they don't care. Bro. <laughs> they like they, <laughs> they do not care whatsoever. I don't I don't think they've ever watched a single DRL race. That's and <laughs> yeah, and they always make fun of it there. They always say like. They always called my drones Hot Wheels, and they're like, "Why don't you go fly your Hot Wheels around and just oh like God. always just knock it?" And it, it's funny, like it's all we we always talk smack, but that's you know that's like your your high school buddies that you grew up with. That's just the I feel like it's the nature of them. That's so funny. So, what's the best part about being a DRL pilot? Uh, the best part about being a DRL pilot is I get to like love what I do every day. You know, I don't ever wake up and be like damn i gotta go to work anymore like it's that's that's gone that's some days i mean this last season definitely felt like that Mm. um but yeah i mean i've i'm i'm flying drones for a living and yeah that's gotta feel great every single day you gotta pitch yourself every morning like is this real do i really get yeah that's darn cool do you think famous change has your fame changed you in any way no. No? No, it never will. No? That's cool. That's cool. Well, man, I am super uh, excited that I got to talk to you for so long and that uh, you answered so many questions generously. We're coming right up to the hour here, guys. So, man, I'm... That was I'm an super, hour? That, yeah, that was an hour. Yeah, can you believe it? But it's been probably one of the best bone jars I've had. You've been such an awesome guest and super generous and all the awesome answers that you've shared and just some personal stuff and all that just really is very generous of you. So from the bone jar and all of our followers, I, I certainly appreciate the heck out of you. Um, I'm going to pick the winner here. Let's do the winner. And if you, maybe you can be cool and uh, announce the winner here, close entries. And here's the winner. Can you see the stream? Yeah. So rain one eighteen. rain is one of $15 gift certificate. Woohoo! Pyrodrome got a new customer. All right, cool, Rain. Well, how that works, Rain, is I will whisper out to you after the show and just ask for an email address that I can send that gift certificate off to. It's just a code, and you just go and enter it in. So right on. Uh, any questions from the floor here before we get out of here? Looks like uh, 100% pineapple on pizza. Everybody agrees. Good deal. <laughs> Grow out the beard. The beard's coming back. The beard is never going to go. It only got shorter <laughs> because I have to wear a mask over it. I promise. Uh, yes, yes. You you did mention that you are going to be growing it back out for the season next year. Yeah, I'm not cutting it down again. Yes, because I think that's your, your trademark. Everybody knows you and loves you by it. <laughs> right on. Well, hey, I super appreciate, Fluxy, you coming in here and hanging out on the Bone Jar, guys. It's been probably one of my favorite shows. I just... I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and your time and thank you so much and put in a good word for those other DRL pilots for me. All right. Tell them, yeah. uh, hey, it's not so bad. Tell jet to come on. You know, I'd love to get jet on my show. That'd be awesome. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll put the word out for you. I, I appreciate you bringing me on too. This is good. I was it was good questions, um, and yeah, it was a dope little conversation. Awesome guys. Well, hey, um, thank you so much, and um, you guys have an awesome evening out there. All you guys in Twitchland, you got some good instructions tonight from our new supreme leader, Fluxy. We're all <laughs> gonna we're all voting for Fluxy for president, guys. We're gonna start the campaign, or at least the the head of the president of the DRL. Um, but thank you guys for hanging out with us on the Bone Jar. Excuse me, sir. Hello,